Hello, Central fans. I'm Trevor Castle. Central College recently announced the three newest members of the Hall of Honor to be inducted this fall. On this episode of the Dutch Memories podcast, we visit with volleyball and track and field athlete Lindsey Schultz from the class of 2004, softball player Annie Van Wetzinga from the class of 2001, and baseball player Adam Durfelt from the class of 2006. Let's get it started. Joining us now is Lindsey Schultz from the class of 2004 at Central College and a Hall of Honor inductee in the class of 2022. Lindsey, a volleyball player and track and field standout athlete for the Dutch. Lindsey, thanks so much for joining us on our Dutch Memories podcast. Congratulations on your enshrinement into Central's Hall of Honor, which will be coming this fall. Uh, what are your thoughts on that great accomplishment? First, thank you for the compliments. Um, it's, it is quite an honor, I guess. When I used to walk the halls of the athletics facility there, I looked at those plaques and I was just like, wow, those people are great. And like, it is so humbling to even be considered to be on that, that, that plaque. <laughs> Well, two sports. Let's dive into them a little bit separately here. Um, and you were a volleyball standout, a member of you know four teams that won Iowa Conference championships. You were an Iowa Conference champion, you know, individually in track and field, and, and a runner-up nationally. But um, before we talk about the two sports, give me a little bit of background, if you will. What brought you to Central College, and how did you end up playing volleyball and, and running uh, and, and participating in track and field for the Dutch? Yeah, I really. My twin sister, Reagan Schultz, and I, um, we wanted to play volleyball after high school. And so we were really looking at a lot in the Iowa Conference, um, a school in Minnesota. And so, yeah, our main focus was volleyball. And the coach at the time, one of the assistant coach, Kent Clayberg, came and visited. And we had a great meeting. And that brought us to Central. I mean, I don't think we visited anywhere else, but... <laughs> We ended up being at Central, and and the funny thing is, my twin sister Reagan, she she didn't want to run track. It wasn't her thing. She, I mean, she didn't want to keep running track. She was done with it. So it was just funny um, how we both ended up running track and having successful careers. And it, so yeah, we had a our our path was different than we anticipated, I guess. But we had um, some great coaches and on both sides, volleyball and track. Well, you guys both had success on the volleyball court, but I, you're probably most remembered for what you did on the track. And, and is that a little bit of the, the reason for for maybe the, the uh, I don't know, laughter there as, as you tell that story, right? Because that's not what you came to Central necessarily to do, but it's what you left maybe being having the most notoriety for? I, I would agree that I guess outward notoriety, it came with track, but I guess um, a huge influence on both of us was our our um, roles that we played on the volleyball team. We had, we were surrounded by a wonderful group of Christian women and it just um, matured us. And I, I think it had probably the most influence on us outside the athletic field. All right. So let's talk volleyball first. Uh, as you came to Central in the fall of 2000, Central is off of back-to-back national championships, and you and your sister were a part of that third national championship team in 2000. But um, c- kind of take me back to the early stages at Central and what it was like to be a part of uh, maybe one of the best volleyball dynasties that Division Three's ever seen. Well, it really pushed you as a player. Um, being surrounded by so much greatness, I mean, I think it helps you bring your own game up and like understand the expectations that are required of a, of a 
an athlete on the volleyball team at that time. I mean, it, and it wasn't just on the court. It was on the court and off the court. We were expected to um, just be a part of that team kind of in every aspect of our lives. And it was wonderful. It was a huge influence. And so you, you win a national championship your freshman year, continued success with three more Iowa Conference championships. You played in a couple of more NCAA tournaments. Um, did, you know, what, what was your entire career like for volleyball, even after maybe not you know, quite continuing the, the full-blown national yeah. success, but still having just such a tremendous career on the volleyball court? Well, I would say the impact of, say, even that freshman year when we were just watching the team walk out on the court during that national or national championship game. Like I still get goosebumps thinking about it. It was, it was an amazing experience. Um, then I think just being a part of that team just matured me as an athlete and understanding how to work with coaches. And then even, um, Post-college, I helped my brother-in-law, who is uh, Doug Frizzell. Uh, he's now the head coach, coach at Wartburg, but I helped him at Valley for about four years, Valley High School, um, as a volunteer assistant coach. And then most recently, I've been coaching my daughter's sixth grade club team. Um, I think all those experiences have just um, developed me into a, a person that like yearns to pass on the skill. Awesome. All right, let's talk track and field for a little bit. And you've, you've already kind of uh, taken a peek behind the curtains for us in the sense that maybe that wasn't going to be in the cards, but eventually did get into the cards. How, how did that come about with Reagan maybe not wanting to do it? I talked to her for our, our podcast last month about the Dutch Maltese, and she kind of said you guys had similar interests and she never used the word package deal, but I always kind of, I kind of get the sense that you guys were in it together. So how did it end up becoming such a big part of it when it was something you maybe didn't really want to do? <laughs> I guess I wanted to do it, but she didn't. And since I was doing it, we're kind of competitive like that. If one person does it, the other person wants to do it. So, um, I, 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 kind of pulled her along. And um, I wouldn't say that we had super successful freshman seasons. Um, and I was kind of doubting whether I was going to continue or what was going to happen. But then Coach Mosier got a hold of us um, and started working with multi-events. And it kind of like revived my love of track and competitiveness and learning new things. Um, I personally had to re had to learn how to high jump. I had to learn how to throw the javelin, the shot put, run an 800. Like all those things kind of like refreshed my love of track and um, just brought me back into that competitive <laughs> environment. And especially like Reagan and I never argue or fight, I guess in like <laughs> we're competitive, but we, um, we always push each other and we always knew that we had a, somebody next to us that was supporting us. So it, it pushed us the entire way. Yeah. Do you feel like the two of you in it together is what ultimately brought out the, the, the best of both of you? I think so. You know, like it was funny. So in high school, I would say <laughs> Reagan rarely beat me in track. And then in college, it was the reverse, but it was totally fine. <laughs> like, we, we both had our kind of our, our stint in the spotlight, but then we were always there together. So it's not like either one of us was ever far behind. So it was a great experience. Okay. I ask this next question as an only child. So I, I did not grow up certainly with any siblings, let alone a twin you know, brother in my case or sister in yours. But you know, when she won the national championship, your senior year, do you get just as much enjoyment or satisfaction out of watching her as if you would have done it yourself? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
we were both standing up there together and we know that we couldn't have done what we did without each other. Like it just wouldn't have been the same. So it was, it was wonderful to see. And um, just like being able to see multiple central athletes on a podium in any setting, like gets me excited. Yeah. So when we're talking about the 2004 national championship, outdoor track and field meet, uh, Lindsay finishes second uh, to Reagan, who uh, almost got to the 5,000 point mark, set central school record, which still stands, you know, 18 years later uh, as the top score in, in school history. What do you remember about that meet and just about the coolness of going one, two in the country with your twin sister? Well, I remember both of us were like, mm, this could have been better, but <laughs> you all, but the thing, that's the thing about multis, like you have to move on to the next event. I don't think Reagan and I were ever PRing in uh, pers- setting personal records in events at national meets, but we ha- just had to keep continuing to do our best. I mean, a multi-event doesn't end after one event. Like you have to keep going. So what I remember about that national meet is that none of, neither of us had amazing performances in anything except maybe Reagan, the 800, but we just had to keep working because it wasn't set in stone. And that's how the multi-event goes. Well, and that's the nature of that sport, right? Or that, that part of track and field is you get done. And even if you win it or second or whatever, there's always a extra inch you could have jumped here or 10th of a second you could have shaved there. I mean, that, that yes. that's always the case with that event, right? Yes, that's true. I laugh because there's so many times we call them um, paper, paper multi-events. You go through all these different scenarios. Oh, if I scored this here or I jumped this here, I could do this. And you go through the scorebook and kind of figure out how you could do better. And it's just funny because every multi-event meet was different because you never know what's going to be good and what's not going to be great. So, Well, I mentioned your runner-up at the national, but your senior year, you also won the Iowa Conference uh multi-event what does that mean to you to having been an an Iowa conference champion that was a pretty fun meet I mean it was it was different because Reagan wasn't competing at that meet so that was probably the one time I competed without her um but I kind of just knew I had to get it done I had to get it done for central she was the one that was supposed to be there but had some injuries that she was dealing with um so yeah uh, the other I think Dana Wilkerson was there with me and we just knew that we had to score as much as we could score. All right. So, uh, Lindsay Schultz is who we're talking to on our Dutch memories podcast, twin sister, Reagan already in the hall of honor, the third set of siblings to go into central's hall of honor and the first set of sisters into central's hall of honor. What does that mean to you, Lindsay? Um, it's pretty, pretty exciting. I mean, <laughs> it would have been awesome if we would have gone in together, but you know what, because we did everything together and we still do everything together. It is such an honor. And um, just to know that Reagan's there on the Hall of Honor with me, it's kind of like icing on the cake. That's the way it was meant to be, I guess. All right. What are you up to nowadays? Uh, 18 years removed from graduating from Central College. Um, I actually am working for the same company that I started with uh, right out of Central uh, I work at Principal Financial Group and Principal Global Investors. Um, I've been there for 18 years now. I actually got my job from a central referral. Um, and so, yeah, I've been there ever since. I help out um, coaching some of my kids' sports, um, heavily involved in our church here, Martinsdale Community Church. And yeah, so uh, we show horses 
as well and are involved in 4-H. So yeah, we stay busy. You mentioned earlier when I was talking about volleyball, one of the things about that was was a group of Christian women that you felt really connected to. Just mentioned now being involved in your church. Obviously, there, there's some kind of a uh, you know a correlation connection there. That that's very important to you, and getting that experience at Central had to also be important to you. Uh, yes, I just that the women that I met at Central um, just really. Uh, helped me mature my faith and um, it's carried over into post-college. And that really though was the kind of the, the spurring me on and like learning the importance of, of that influence in your life, your faith. And then how about big picture? How do you think that central and your experiences at central have prepared you for what you've done in the, the two decades since? You know, I think um, it instilled a, the importance of faith um, B probably just, continued love of learning and doing new things and getting out there and um, making a positive influence on your community. All right, Lindsay Schultz, a member of the 2022 Central College Hall of Honor, a 2004 Central College graduate. Lindsay, thanks so much for joining us on the Dutch Memories Podcast. Appreciate it having you. Thank you very much. Joining us now on the Dutch Memories podcast is Annie Van Wetzinga, a member of the 2022 class of the Central College Hall of Honor, a 2001 Central College graduate and a member of the Dutch softball team. Annie, thanks so much for joining us and congratulations on being recognized with this great honor of going into the Central Hall of Honor. What does that mean to you? Yeah, thank, well, thanks for having me. Um it's it's uh it's definitely an honor. I think uh, the the name the name says it all. It's um, Central is an extremely storied athletic department, both on the male and female side. Um, and then speaking specifically about softball, um, you know, one of the reasons, the biggest reason I went there is because of the success of the program. Um, and so uh, programs aren't successful without great athletes and great players and I was lucky to to play with a lot of great teammates and so uh it's definitely an honor to um and a privilege to kind of you know be looked at that way and and be a part of the group well you kind of answered the next question that I wanted to ask but I'll ask if you just dig in a little bit more but um why did you end up at Central in addition to softball and uh, just kind of take me through that story if you would how you got here yeah yeah you bet um it was more coincidence that my last name was Van Wetziga. It was I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but it wasn't because of my Dutch heritage um, that took me to Central, um, though that ended up being a cool thing. Uh, I was actually you know, playing for Pleasant Valley High School, and um, the assistant softball coach at the time, Sam, Sam uh, Van Weer, he uh, was out uh, watching games. I think he was out watching, uh, we were at Ottumwa, actually, and he was watching, I think, someone from Ottumwa, and uh, saw me play and then eventually ended up inviting me to uh, Central's uh, summer softball camp. Um, it kind of just went from there. Um, and I would say, yeah, I mean, it was totally, I just, I wanted to be a part of something that was successful and something that could make me better. And I knew, you know, from, from the week long camp that central was going to be that place for me. Um, I knew it wasn't going to be easy and I, I wouldn't say I was ne- necessarily a natural fit for what the <laughs> coach wears had typically brought in. Um, but it worked out. What do you mean by that? Well, he loves speed. 
and I wasn't uh, the fleetest of foot. Um, and I was probably a little rough around the edges compared to some of the other, uh, most of the other maybe athletes and student athletes that were um, either on the team or at Central. Um, but again, I think whether I totally realized everything, all of that at the time or not, um, I think ultimately that's why I needed Central College and it definitely helped focus me up more and, and create a little bit more discipline. It was, a, it was an atmosphere that I think I needed as well. Well, we'll talk about some of the numbers and accolades here in a moment. A terrific four-year career at Central. But as I talked to Coach Wares, he said it almost didn't get off the ground uh, the fall of your freshman year. Maybe a little bit of what you're alluding to there, but but maybe almost wasn't the right fit and, and almost left the yeah. team from what I understand. This is true. This is true. Um, he loves telling this story and he loves he part of the story is he really pumps up my mom and dad. Um, uh, I did, um, you know, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't a natural fit, I guess for me. And I was pretty, I would say introverted, um, also. And, uh, I definitely struggled the first month or so, a couple months, really probably most of the first semester really. Um, so I, I actually technically withdrew from school, kind of sold back all my books. I, packed up my room and I called my parents. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm leaving. Come pick me up. My mom drove up. My dad was working. Uh, he couldn't get off work, <clears throat> but my mom came on. I thought I was like, cool. All right, you're here. Let's, let's head on out. Um, and she ended up having a meeting with coach wares and she's like, yeah, I'm not taking you home. <laughs> and I was like, what? Wow. You know? And I got, I got all, I got all mad at her. And, um, yeah, so I had to stay, <laughs> so I had to kind of like, kind of, a kind of tail tucked between my legs, go get my books back and go get back in my classes. Um, so, which again, coach wears loves telling that story, um, and kind of embarrassing me with it a little bit, but that's fine. Well, it some, is a good story. Something eventually clicked, right? Did, can you point to yes. a moment or, or was it just kind of a gradual process? I think I was able to, um, you know, softball picked up. I was able to throw, you know, just kind of focus on that, to be honest with you, and threw myself into that. Um, and then just tried to, and I think I then because I threw myself into it, I was able to connect with teammates better, um, get to know, you know, other individuals better. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he paid some people to be my friend for a while. That could be it too. Who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think just I I just I didn't have a choice, so I just threw myself into softball, and and I think through softball, I was able to build those relationships that ended up mattering and it, it mattering in the long run, and and it was a good thing. Well, Annie Van Wetzen, a four-time All-Region honoree, uh, two-time All-American, including a first-team All-American your senior year in 2001. Uh, that also was a national runner-up finish uh, for the Dutch uh, in your senior year of 2001. Um, I want to talk about your defense. I mean, your offensive numbers are great, but uh, Coach Wears, every time you know we, we talk about the past, and uh, he always talks about your defense, and he told me the other day, not only did you get mad – you know, when people were successful running on you, he said you got mad when people even tried to run on you. What, what was it? What was, where did that fire come from defensively? And, and why do you think you were so good behind the plate? 
I don't know. I think, um, yeah, I grew into just loving defense. Um, you know, I was, I was blessed with a, a strong arm and I, through my collegiate career, I got better and more efficient at knowing how to use it, to be honest with you, like getting rid of the ball a lot quicker. And I just, I thought it was fun. Like, um, I, I felt like my defense was way more controllable than my offensive output. Um, and I felt like I could have just as big of an impact on the, the defensive side as the offensive side. And, you know, throwing a runner out, picking somebody off, it's, it can be a game changer. Um, and there was times, like, because I, I loved it so much, I looked for it. Like, there was times, like, you're in a tight spot as a team. We really need an out. Like, I loved looking for, for pickoffs and or somebody's going to try and steal because I knew it could help our team get out of a tough situation. So, I don't know. I just – I love defense. I still do as a coach. I love, like, talking about throwing and teaching it. It's my big – you know, you ask any of my players. <laughs> I'll, I'll always talk I'm like, you got to know how to th- play catch at a high level. So, I always – you know, I, it's, I guess it's, it's turned into my thing. I love talking about throwing and defense. Well, you had 159 assists in your career – and that probably is a number that's hard for people to kind of understand, you know, but if you play 40 softball games and you guys, you know, sometimes played more than that, but it's about one per game. The, to me, that's a lot for a catcher. Some of them are going to be on bunts or whatever, but I mean, you're picking a lot yeah. of people off. You're throwing runners out. I mean, that, that is a very impressive number, Annie. Yeah. I, well, I loved, I loved when people played the short game too. Like, uh, like I guess now watching the game I, a lot, I don't like when catchers, they it tend to, it's easy to get stuck behind the plate and just watch the play develop. I loved being a part of it. Like I wanted to get out there. So like if people were going to play the bunts, like it's funny, like I felt like sometimes in the infield, we were all fighting for it. Cause we all were that way. You know, um, uh, Donnell Hatsu was my teammate for three years and she played third base. And I think half the time we were just fighting for balls. Uh, um, and so it was fun to play that way. So yeah, I, I wanted the ball. I wanted to go make plays. So maybe that was just the end result of it. Offensively, you hit 351 for your career. Um, you're still in the top 10 in Central's all-time uh, list. Um, played 190 games. I mean, you're just on the field all the time. But offensively, um, what what are your thoughts as you look back on your career and what were you able to accomplish uh, at the plate? I'm a coach now, so I'm always I'm kind of critical, especially of myself. I always look back. I'm like, ah, I could have been better. I wish I, you know what? And I think a lot of coaches will say this. I wish I knew then what I know now, um, just in terms of patience. <laughs> um, but um, I don't know. Hitting's fun too. You know, as much as I love defense, there's nothing like squaring up a ball. Um, and uh, I didn't, I didn't like being an easy out. That's probably my biggest thing. Um, I pride myself that I don't think I struck out too much. So I, I, I knew one way or the other, I wanted to attack and I wanted to put the ball in play. So I didn't get very deep in the count a lot, sometimes to my detriment, I'm sure. But I just wanted to go up there and, and find a ball to hit. Uh, as a team, you guys went to the NCAA tournament all four years. I mentioned you were runner-up in 2001. Um, are there any games or moments on the field that, that you look back at and, and really stand out to you in your career? You know, that whole run, postseason run my senior year was amazing, and I'll never forget it. Um, we actually didn't finish our regular season well. I, uh, I think we lost two games at Simpson our last weekend. 
and we were on the bubble whether we were going to get in at all to the regionals. So we were all kind of like sick to our stomach waiting. And then lo and behold, we get in and we host, but we host an extremely tough, difficult regional. Um, and like every game was tight. We played a uh, Pacific Lutheran, I believe in the championship game and they were very good. They had a very good pitcher as well. And, um, yeah, just thinking about how the team came together and like there's all these big moments, you know, in, in, in a close game and, and to be a part of that and kind of experience that was special. And then going to the world series. Cause I hadn't been, I haven't been to the national tournament in my career, you know, and I think my class, if we didn't go, we were going to maybe be the first ones not to experience a world series for maybe since coach wears had taken over. So that was sort of stressful and, <laughs> and sad. So, you know, I know, Myself and Kelly Oliver and Mandy Jens, my classmates, you know, we were extremely focused and, and we, you know, that was, that was our huge goals to want to get there. We knew if we get there, we could do something. Um, and so we came up a little bit short in the end, but, you know, certainly proud of what we did and, and the experience we had. You mentioned some of your classmates, you also, and you mentioned Donnell Hotze earlier. She's in the Hall of Honor. Yep. You crossed with Molly Parrott, who's in the Hall yep. of Honor. Just your thoughts on playing with so many other terrific players at Central. Yeah, yeah, Donnell, Molly, Libby Heisel, um, I think they're all in the Hall of Honor. Um, i just lucky, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't have been the, the player I was without my teammates. Um, like I said, I don't think I was a necessarily a natural fit right away at Central, but I uh, not only do I... I give a lot of credit to Coach Wares, but I give a lot of credit to my teammates also for kind of helping bring out the best in me and, and pushing me. And um, it's a it's an ultimate team sport. You, it's really hard to be successful without good people around you. Shame on me for forgetting Libby and then her classmate <laughs> April Miller, a pair of eventual All Americans on that national title oh. team in '03. What was it like to catch those two as younger pitchers? They came in my junior year. I was a couple of years older than them. Um, and the pitchers before them were really good in their own right. Um, but they were, they had less velocity, but they, they were just really control pitchers, ground out pitchers. Like they could just hit a spot kind of in their sleep. So then Libby and, and, and April come in and throw much, much harder and not always known where the ball's going. Um, and I have less time to react. Um, and I told coach in the fall, like, I don't think I'm a very good catcher cause I'm not doing very well here. Um, but I actually, because of, you know, April and, and Libby coming in and, and the caliber pitchers that they were and, and, and the velocity that they threw and the movement that they had, it that may help make me a much better catcher. I think from my sophomore to junior year was a big jump for me defensively. And I think it's because I had to pick it up behind the plate to to help them be successful and, and to catch pitchers of that caliber. Annie Van Wetzen, after graduating from Central in 2001, uh, eventually took on a career as a coach, first in high school and then into the collegiate level. Um, before we dive into that a little bit, was was coaching, did you know that that's where you wanted to go when you left Central or even when you were at Central? Or how did that come about, Annie? Yeah, I mean, I knew I, I loved softball. Um and I, I didn't have a, a plan, you know, and I wouldn't recommend that to student athletes now. Definitely explore things and try to have a plan, even though, you know, playing is, is wonderful and being a student athlete is wonderful. Um, but 
but going into coaching and staying around the game was definitely um, a natural fit for me. And again, I, yeah, I started coaching in high school um, and I was a, a teacher's aide um, with uh, um, in the high schools as well. And I was lucky enough to be able to coach with my brother, which was pretty special. He, he took over the head coaching job at Pleasant Valley High School and I came on as the assistant. We had a lot of success, a lot of really good players. Um, actually, we had four or five that went on to Central, too, oh, yeah. which was really cool. Um, yeah, Kelly Harris, Apton Nelson, Alicia Overturf, and uh, Hannah Weindrick. I think that's all of them. Um, they all went on to play at Central, which was really cool to see also. But I knew I, I wanted to do it, you know, full-time as a career, and I, I knew I needed to go kind of do a graduate uh, program, do a, a GA, and so I was lucky enough to get hooked up with a former Central softball player, uh, Brenda Vignes, um, who at the time was a head coach at Indiana State. So then I went to do a two-year uh, graduate assistantship with her and her program at Indiana State, and then just kind of took off from there. Then the head coach at the Colorado School of Mines, back to Iowa for a brief stint at Upper Iowa, um, and now you're in Denver at Metropolitan State University in Division II. Um, how do you reflect upon the, the current state of your career, uh, you know, about 20 years now removed from, from playing here at Central? Yeah, it's been, it's been a journey. Like you said, like going from GA to head coaching, that was, um, you know, I don't think you're ever ready to be a head coach, but it was – you know, it's, it was a lot. And I, I've really enjoyed my, my time in division two. I think I've had a really interesting and unique path. Like I played division three, I coached high school, did my graduate assistantship at division one. And then my whole head coaching career has been D two. And I've really enjoyed it. I, I think the whole time during coaching, my coaching career, I've definitely stuck with, uh, a lot of the principles and the values and, and the hard work and everything like that um, standards that I learned at Central and, and, and have been able to use that in my own coaching career, which has been really special. So, um, yeah, it's just been a unique uh, journey and uh, I've enjoyed it. Annie, congratulations again on getting into the Hall of Honor, a terrific career at Central and post-Central career as a head coach. Annie Van Wetzinga, a member of the 2022 Hall of Honor at Central, thanks so much for joining us. I've appreciated our conversation. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Trevor. We're joined now by Adam Durfelt, a member of the 2022 Central College Hall of Honor, 2006 Central College graduate and a member of the Dutch baseball team. Adam, uh, congratulations on being named to the Central College Hall of Honor. Thanks so much for joining us for our Dutch Memories podcast. Uh, what, what were your initial thoughts uh, when you got the call that you were uh, being recognized in this way? <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure I actually had any thoughts, to be honest with you. I just kind of, I think my mind kind of went blank a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I actually got a text message uh, from Eric and, and uh, he he asked if I had time to chat and had really no idea what the conversation was going to be about, but, um, no, I was super excited. Um, and, uh, still, I'm not sure it's, it's still hit me yet. Well, what does it mean to you to, to be recognized among the best of the best in Central's storied athletic history? Um, it means a lot. Um, probably more than, than words can, can muster, um, you know, especially when I think about, you know, the people that I played with, the people that played before me, um, you know, the athletes that central has had, um, over any of their athletic programs. Um, 
So, it, you know, it means the world to me and to know that it was, you know, it's, it's central alumni that really have the, uh, the vote when it comes to this um, is even more meaningful. So um, super grateful, super humbled. And, um, you know, especially with, with Lindsay and Annie being the other two members of the class, um, you know, they, <laughs> um, uh, it's just an honor to be included with them um, in a class. All right, before we talk about your career, uh, let's talk the pre-Central and w- how did you end up at Central? What was what was that process like for you and why ultimately did you choose to, to play for the Dutch? Yeah, so um, I, I, to be quite honest, I wasn't really heavily recruited out of, out of high school, um, and, but I still wanted to play baseball. And um, so, um, you know, I actually talked with uh, Coach Edwards, John Edwards, um, a little bit prior to, um, you know, prior to making the decision to come to Central and, you know, took a couple of visits, really liked it. And, you know, you tie that in with the fact that um, they had a, a growing science program. Um, at that point in time, I thought I wanted to go to med- medical school. So, you know, visited campus and the, the science building was brand new. They had new lab space and all those sorts of things. And, you know, of course, so I'm also a, an only child. And so, you know, Central was only 45 minutes away from home. And and uh, so, you know, it was it was attractive to, to be able to still go home on the weekends and get a good home cooked meal and maybe do some laundry and things like that. So, you know, you had all of that stuff up and and, uh, you know, I. I I, uh, decided to go to central and, and play baseball for the Dutch and, and, uh, never really looked back, um, after, after deciding to go. So, well, you had a great career, but 2006, your senior year was, uh, you know, especially fantastic. You were named the Cosida academic all America of the year. You were the then Iowa conference MVP and you led uh, the Dutch to, the first Iowa Conference championship in 31 years. What made that 2006 season so special for you and your teammates? You know, that was just a special group of, of guys to begin with. Um, you know, a lot of us came in together. Um, you know, a lot of us um, started for, you know, four years. You know, so I think we had a team chemistry that was, you know, somewhat unparalleled um, at Central um, just because we had – you know, the first couple of years, we had a lot of young, uh, a lot of young guys with getting some significant playing time. And I think that that really played into, you know, the, the 2006 run. Um, you know, with that said, though, you know, I, I think you could ask anybody that was a part of that 2006 team and they would say a couple of things. One thing is that we never would have gotten where we were without, you know, the players that had come before us. Um you know, the Jim Barkley's, the Brent Fridley's, um, I shouldn't start naming names because I'll inevitably leave people out. But, um, and then you, you know, you start to think about, um, you know, those people that graduated, um, you know, more closely to me in terms of, um, you know, like people like Pat Johnson, Steve Gebhardt, you know, I mean, we, we never would have been the team in 2006 without the leadership that those guys provided, um, throughout the years. And, and then the other thing, I think that the team from 2006 might say is that uh, we should have, we should have done more to win it outright. <laughs> um, you know, you know, you think back on that season and I think we had a six game lead um, going into the back half of conference play. And, and um, you know, we just didn't get it done to the level that, that we think we should have, but, you know, again, we're super grateful for the conference conference title 
um, that we, that we brought to, to central and, and, uh, you know, very proud of it. So it doesn't diminish it. It just, you know, eats at you a little bit still these days. <laughs> well, Adam Durfelt, you had a, a great, uh, individual year that year. Um, you were fifth in the country that year with a school record 481 batting average, scored 48 runs, drove in 65. Uh, you know, your career batting average is 384. That's still a school record. Um, you know, from a, a kid that you said, you know, wasn't really highly recruited out of high school to just eye-popping numbers, what do you attribute that success to? You know, I've just had really good coaches throughout the years, um, number one. And so, you know, going back to Little League, um, you know, your Little League coaches really instill the uh, mindset that you have for your for your whole playing career. And so I had great little league coaches. And then you look at high school, I had, I was coached by Dennis Barton, who is, uh, uh, you know, one of the great high school baseball coaches of all time. Um, and then, you know, going to central and being mentored, like by, by guys like Dwayne Ballou, Matt Ballou, John Edwards, um, you know, and then of course coach Stevens comes in and, um, and brings some, some fresh energy to the team. Um, so coaching definitely, but also, I mean, you know, baseball is not an individual sport. It's, it's a team sport. And so, you know, you, you don't get, you don't get certain numbers unless other people get on base and, and unless other people drive you in. Um, and so, you know, um, I attribute a lot of that, um, a lot of the numbers, the things that you see on paper, of course, I attribute to the guys that I played with and, and just the special chemistry that we had. We had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Well, that's where I wanted to go next. What uh, what what memories do you have? Maybe one or two on the field of of some of your you know successes that you guys had as, as a team. Yeah, I think I think my favorite individual memories um, really revolve around the interactions that I had at the pitching mound. Um, you know, when everybody else is is bored and booing because the pitching coach comes out and, and we have a little chat at the mound, you know, some of those chats were, uh, were, were actually some of my, my best, you know, funnest memories playing, playing baseball at central. And that sounds funny, but you know, that's where you have the conversations that are, um, you know, just really about the game and about strategy. And, you know, as a, as a catcher, you learn, um, each one of your pitchers, you know, their personality, what they react to, um, you know, those sorts of things. And so just in terms of, you know, good old baseball uh, memories, you know, those conversations are really special to me and, and things that I still, you know, those interactions are, are things that I still think about on a day-to-day basis. So that, I, I think that would be one, although that may not be too entertaining to the, uh, to the listeners, but um I'm trying to think of another one that. Well, if I could just interrupt, uh, but you know, as as I talk, you know, the more and more I do these kind of historical pieces, and I think you're getting to it here. It it seems like sometimes you just forget the individual games and results, and it's more about the moments and memories with your teammates and coaches and stuff like that. Would that be an accurate assessment for you as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's certain situations that I remember. There's you know certain games that I remember. Um, but for the most part, uh, yeah, un- unfortunately, probably those those game time memories seem to go faster than anything else. Um, it's the it's the memories with the players, you know, the funny stories, the road trips, the dancing in the on deck circle, the inside jokes, um, the bus rides. 
you know, all of those things are what you, what you remember. Um, and, and to, to be quite honest with you, you know, anytime, uh, you know, any of us get together and, and hang out, which is quite frequently, to be quite honest with you, we're in fantasy baseball and football leagues together. So we, you know, we talk on a daily basis and inevitably these stories come up um, again on a daily basis. So. Adam Durfelt, Central College uh, Hall of Honor inductee and, and a 2006 graduate from the Dutch baseball team chatting with us on the Dutch Memories podcast. And um, Adam, you mentioned one of the reasons that you chose Central was because of a uh, kind of a reinvigorated science program. Part uh, the, the Central makes no bones about part of being in the Hall of Honor is what you've done with your career after Central, and and boy, you've you've uh, you've done some great things with that science career. Would you just kind of take our listeners uh, through what what life has been like for you after Central, and and what you're up to nowadays? So after I left Central, I uh, went to the University of Kansas and got a PhD in a discipline called medicinal chemistry, which is. Um, basically drug development, drug discovery. Um, and so most of my time at KU is focused on the development of um, molecules that we thought would be useful for anti-cancer agents. And then after my time at KU, um, I went to the Scripps Research Institute to do a postdoc and spent about two and a half years out there at Scripps um, doing research. And then in 2014, I joined the faculty at the University of Oklahoma in the Department of Chemistry as, a, as, as an assistant professor. Um, and then recently in, in 2020, uh, moved my research group up here to the to University of Minnesota. And, you know, briefly what my lab works on, uh, we have two interests these days. Um, so one is in developing or trying to develop new antibiotics. I think everybody will agree, will agree that that's a a pretty pressing need these days uh, with all the, the drug resistance that is that is popping up. And then the other interest that we have is in the development of uh, new drugs for eye diseases like diabetic retinopathy, age-related macular degeneration, you know, conditions that most of us will probably face at some point in, in our life. And so, you know, it's, it's, um, it's been a lot of fun. I've always loved science. Um, you know, I, I mentioned previously that I, when I went to Central, I wanted to be a, a bio or a, 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 I wanted to go to medical school, and so I was a biology major, um, but recognized pretty quickly that um, my personality wasn't probably cut out to be a um, a doctor, a medical doctor, and so I started to focus on research. And that's why I ended up in the research field. But I'll tell you, you know, research is a lot of failure. And, you know, I think baseball is, is uniquely positioned to train scientists because baseball is mostly failure, right? And so, right. you know, in the lab, um, you know, this sounds kind of cheesy, but, you know, in the lab, a lot of times, you know, you, you, you run an experiment and it fails and you may fail nine times out of 10, you may fail 10 times out of 10, uh, but baseball kind of prepares you for that. And so, um, you know, I would say that, you know, all of my training at Central has really played into me um, being able to, uh, you know, have an independent career in research and drive new research ideas. Well, Adam, thanks so much for uh, taking some time to look back on your career at Central. Uh, I've really enjoyed having you on the podcast here. And again, congratulations on being inducted into the Central College Hall of Honor class of 2022. You bet, Trevor. And thanks for having me. And if I could just squeak in one last word, you know, I'm like I, like I said, I'm, I'm super humbled to be not only in the hall, um, 
of honor, but also included with, with Lindsay and Annie. I mean, you look at their resumes and they're both all Americans. Uh, they've both been on the national stage. Um, two things that I of course never accomplished. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm very humbled to be included in their class and I'm looking forward to getting the opportunity to interact with them uh, for the first time in October. Adam Durfelt, Annie Van Wetzinger, and Lindsay Schultz will be honored as part of Homecoming Weekend this fall with the Hall of Honor Banquet to take place on Friday, October 7th. Congratulations again to all three inductees. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Dutch Memories Podcast. We'll have a new episode every month featuring a player, coach, game, team, or moment in Central College's storied athletic history. You can subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify so you never miss an episode, or just check the podcast section at KNIAKRLS.com. Dutch Memories is a KNIAKRLS production. I'm Trevor Castle, and go Dutch!